Being a parent is hard work. You've limited time, always stretched, always learning. This is Like My Father Before Me, a podcast about parenthood, about being a dad, getting it wrong, but also celebrating the wins. I'm Matt, this is John, (laughs) and we'll do our best to discuss the many, many topics that all parents will inevitably share together. We hope you enjoy what's to come. We know we'll have had a blast putting these episodes together for you, and can't thank you enough for downloading and listening in. Okay, so it's uh, another podcast, it's another episode. Um, today, um, I'm going to start with a little bit of a, a, a little bit of an anecdote stroke story that will lead us into this episode. Um, can you can you is, do your best? Um, sorry, can you do your best? Uh, bedtime story voice whilst you're doing this so i'm i'm fox i'm clean okay all right so we have to go to we go we 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 go for a softer voice now okay good night good night construction site uh no um yes so (laughs) that's a really good book by the way um yeah so before my children were born um my my dad passed away before my children before I had, well before I had children so we never really talked about being a parent and being a dad but on the the few the odd occasion that we did end up having sort of those uh quite honest I suppose uh, honest conversations the kind of two key things I remember him saying to me one was nobody ever gives you a manual when you become a parent and obviously that was his way of recognizing that obviously you know he hasn't always got it right you know like we all do you know um and um and the other thing which is something that his father had said to him was that basically a good a good education for your children is one of the most important things you can provide as a parent um which is what we are going to talk about today in this this I say today, this evening, this morning, depends when you're listening to this podcast, really. Um, but yes, we're going to talk about schools. Um, and timing-wise, this is absolutely perfect, isn't it, Matt? It's super perfect because, I mean, it's, when we do this pod, it's not in sequence at all. Like We're kind of jumping in and around and about and up and down the mm. life of of our children and, and our lives, really, as, as parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have arrived quite promptly at schools because my boy Arlo has just started school. So mm-hmm. all of this talk is fresh, like like straight from the oven fresh. <laughs> um, if, if things can be fresh when they come from the oven. I don't know. Um, but but with, with your fox, of course, he's been there a year now. Yeah. So he's, so he's, he's becoming a one. bit of a seasoned vet by this point. Mm, you, you think that, <laughs> wouldn't you? Yeah. Or seasoned, let's say. 
going to make loads of food comparisons today, apparently. <laughs> are, you, have you, are you hungry? Have you had dinner yet? Too? No, it's this zero beer that I'm drinking. It must be. <laughs> no, um, I'm really, to be honest, I'm really genuinely interested to find out how this last month has gone for you because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a big, big deal. Going, you know, the first year at school to go, you know, um, that change. Um, there is nothing. I mean, yes, children go to preschool, they'll go to nursery and what have you, but there's a, a sizable change when they end up having to go to school and doing a full duration five days a week. Um, so I'm really, I'm really interested in finding out how it's been for Arlo and being for you and, and, and being for Kat, really. You all having to make that adjustment. Yeah, you're right. It is a huge adjustment and it's it's massively um it contrasts massively from what you've been used to for the for the last, you know, three years, if if you're lucky enough to, to send your children to a, a nursery and preschool and whatnot. Mm. Um and I must admit, now that we're kind of talking about it, it, it's it's still too early to say how it's going, really. Okay. Like um all I can really comment on is the way that I feel. And yeah. the, the, the images that are sort of blueprinted into my head now, some, some, to some degree. Yeah. Um, like for example, you know, just, just watching him walk off through the field with all the other kids, got his uniform on, he's got his little rucksack, which is too <laughs> big for him. You know, he's got his coat on, it's all scruffy, look like his hood's sort of over here. And then he's got his little, um, his other book, like his work bag as well in his Amazing. hand. And it's just that image. Like I love doing the school run. Most yeah, of it's yeah. new, and there are days where it's like you're fighting the traffic, you need to get back and get to work. And of course, we have to get Aoife to, to nursery as well. So mm. this whole sequence will take about an hour. And the nursery and the school are both within a mile of the house, like either yeah. either way. We're kind yeah. of bang in the middle. But you can take an hour to do both. Um, and uh, But it's just that image at the minute that, that's just kind of printed on my head. Because for me, it's like, this is the first, you said just now, it's a huge adjustment and it's a massive step up going from nursery or preschool to school because there's a lot more required of them when they mm -hmm. get to school because yes, there is an element of play and there's a, there's a lot of that. Of course they are still kids. Let's not forget. Mm. Um, but you know, they are there to develop and show clearer signs of development and, mm -hmm. and, and yeah, that there's a lot more requirement of from them and, and an mm -hmm. effort needs to be shown so that they are, attempting to learn stuff and mm. enjoying the learning process like yeah that's what you kind of kind of wish from it but um yeah i mean we've got loads to talk about i'm like yeah. you said just now i'm interested to hear what you say because yeah, you yeah. are a year on from us so it's like yeah. what does that look like you know well this is it i mean can i ask before we go any further did you take the obligatory photograph in front of the front door of uh, in the uniform <laughs> <laughs> i don't know anybody <laughs> what parent doesn't do that no, every year you know what i mean like anyway i, mean, and I then, know it's 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 bonkers it's it's the equivalent to well i'm, I'm middle-aged now so it's like um yes you are yes, yes I am. <laughs> like probably this year we'll probably we, as a family we'll probably do our first christmas jumpers picture in front of the tree and then amazing that every year right yeah brilliant but it's the same with this picture of the kids it yeah. was funny because that is the only time up to this point so we're now recording in uh early october arlo's been there for four four or so weeks now yeah um and that's the only time he's wore but worn his sweatshirt Mm -hmm. so he's he's a shorts and t-shirt kid i mean mm -hmm. many kids are but it's like it's raining it's cold it's, no shorts and t-shirt let's go come on come on <laughs> and it's like oh my god so like, you got icicles hanging from your nose oh shorts and t-shirt let's go 
but um but that day it was really really hot on his first day it was like 25 degrees uh, still yeah. coming off the back of summer and Bonkers we were like weather, oh, come yeah. on just just put your jumper on just just for the pictures just for the picture and he's like <laughs> i don't want to mum. it's really hot just, just for the pictures you know so he put it on we took these lovely pictures and within about two and a half seconds it was off again and it hasn't yeah. been seen on him since <laughs> we took the picture you know yeah i think it's uh it's it's kind of you have to do it and send it to the grandparents that sort of thing you know like um it's because it's it's a it's a big deal you know and i think everyone that's been a parent so like grandparents as well they will recognize it as that you know so they would really appreciate that that sort of photographic evidence of it because it's a it's a it's a monumental day with when the first first time a grandchild goes to school you know it's a big deal i mean we we i mean as you were saying, Fox is in year one. So obviously in the UK, we have preschool and then reception year, which is what Arlo's gone into, which is the full structured school, you know, Monday to Friday thing. And then, and then it's year one. Um, and which is the year that Fox is in. Um, and Fox is, Fox has always been a very independent child anyway. So with nursery, we never really struggled with him, you know, um, going to nursery, you know, he, he never wo- he never really wobbled um not and he 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 couldn't give a monkeys when he said he, half the time when he would say goodbye to us you know <laughs> he's like he's just he's just thinking about the toys he's going to play with so um yeah so again for year so fox came back uh yeah i mean it, it yeah there is a slight sort of hes- hesitancy you know there is that moment of before they're going to the door and it's a new teacher you know so, mm. and and you know it is sort of the unknown a little bit um but yeah absolutely fine um it, it was kit to be honest for us has been the difficult one now, he's in preschool so the year before school but our children are because both sylvia and i work full time our children are going to sc- school and then after school so we're not picking them up till after five o'clock Mm. um so they're basically monday to friday they're pretty much they're they're you know they're doing a full sort of you know eight hour day sort of thing um it's a long day for a four or five year old isn't it that's a really it's a a really really big really it's a (laughs) it's a big deal and 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 i think with as i say with fox like when we go pick him up at after school if we don't pick him up in the last 10 minutes before they shut so in his eyes we've come early and he doesn't want to go home like genuinely he's like no you come too early you know because he's playing with friends or what have you whereas that's fox but whereas kit like we really struggled we had the screaming like you know the screaming streaming tears down the face going mommy daddy i want i don't want to go you know and you're having to walk away that horrible yeah, thing you did dump and, and go dump and oh, go and like no and it never it never gets easier it never you feel awful um so as a parent i mean that's heart-wrenching i mean it also is for them but you know that you know most of the time within two minutes they've forgotten and they're happily playing inside but mm. so yeah so um so for fox and we go back to the school side of things fox has been it's been much easier um it's it's been fine and what i would say you were talking about before is also is that you know they're going to learn and we found in reception year the year that arlo's in um the difference in fox in his reading and arithmetic and what have you was incredible incredible his development just literally um the trajectory just completely changed with his learning 
Um, and we're, you know, we always try and get him to read and we're always trying to do maths with him and, and that sort of stuff. But yeah, having the school structure made a big difference, big difference. And we saw that change. Yeah. I, I think that's it. I think at nursery and preschool, it, it's like, it's play, you know, mm-hmm. there's, there's a hell of a lot of play going on, almost entirely play, um, if not all of it. Yeah. Um, so it's like they, they learn all the stuff from kind of every sort of angle, but there's yeah. perhaps maybe not the direction, which you'd expect, you wouldn't expect uh, that to be there at that point. Mm. And then when they get to school and they start receiving some of that direction, it's like all, it becomes the funnel, doesn't it? All the stuff they've learned over the last four years mm-hmm. is now being funneled into maybe multiple funnels into the right areas. And it's, it's exactly the same with Arlo and his reading. He's not like, there's been a few times where he would, uh, where it would look like he's read a word or two, like actually read it and understood it, but it's still been quite potentially quite clear that, he, oh, he just knows that word is that because we've said it's that. So it's mm-hmm, more by mm-hmm. association more so than actually knowing, but I'm not convinced of that anymore. I'm convinced he is starting to read. Like he, yeah. he came out only the other day and, um, he had a new book that, that they'd given him uh, from school and he said a few things and it was like, yeah, he read that. that mm-hmm. That's come from the book. He, he was there just, it was like three or four words, but it's like, he's, he's chained those together. And like my heart just kind of, I, you know, it's difficult to describe, but you know exactly what I mean when you just yeah. see them making a connection. Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, like he's developing. That's ridiculous. And it's the amount of times that I have no doubt over the next nine months, the amount of times that you'll just be, he'll, you'll have to sit down with him, do his homework and reading a book and you'll just be flabbergasted. You'll literally, you go, I can't believe this is three weeks on and your readings come on leaps and bounds. It's incredible. The, the the speed in which they learn, it is incredible. It is, you know, I mean, their brains are, they are like sponges, you know, but um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that's, it. that's, uh, it's, it's, it, how do I put it? It's, it's amazing as a parent to, to see your child develop like that. And, and it, and, um, and there's still that thing where I think where, how to put it, you know, as they get older, children are like, don't do homework. Do you know, but it's not like that when they're five, you know, or you know, four or five. It's, it's all exciting. It's new. It's, it's basically, it's not, it's no different from playing a, a new game or something. It, it, do you know what I mean? It's, it's all new. It's all, so learning to read is really exciting for them yeah. and it's fun. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think like, um, I, I totally vouch for that. If, if you can make learning fun and you mm-hmm. can sustain that, Mm-hmm. then it never becomes a chore. You know, of course it exactly. will be challenging as they grow up and they, they start doing exams and all the rest of it as they get older. Yeah. But it's like by that point, hopefully the seed has grown to such a state that learning is, is fun and normalized. Mm. So that you just enjoy the thing. Yeah. Um, that was, I mean, we have a generation where that just wasn't really a focus. It was like, sit down, shut up, do your sum sort of thing. You know, mm. it, was, it was a bit more hardcore. Um, but the thing that's really, really genuinely impressed me, uh, with Arlo in these, these kind of, um, really early weeks is his imagination. So the, he's always been quite sort of funny, imaginative, like he'll say, say random stuff and you think, okay, that's funny because it's random. Mm. Um, because he's a child, you know, I'm sure you're two exactly, were the exactly same, if not still the same. Um, but what the book that they, they've sent him home with, it's a wordless book. So he is learning to read, but it's a wordless book. At the start of the very, at the very start of the book, they have some illustrations of characters 
So there'll be like a you know a, a boy with some glasses, another child with with you know a, a a bag or something. It's like so they they characterize these things, and then they're maybe perhaps doing a thing. Mm. In one of these books, it was like oh they had a snowman, and that's kind of all. That's it. You then have maybe mm-hmm. three or four illustrations with these same little pictures yeah. doing thing, but it's about how you chain those illustrations together and build your own story. Um, mm. So it's only about three or four pages long. It's it's not a very elaborate book. But it forces um, children to kind of take a, a source illustration and then make something of that. Yeah. And we've read that book. They get given a new one each week. And um, each time that he reads it, it's, you know, it's dynamic. It's a different story every time. Interesting. And it's, it's just really, really cool because I, I kind of sit there watching him sort of point out the pictures and say, well, this, this person, this person's called, you know, Table Leg, and, and their, their job is to make chicken nuggets. And this person... <laughs> This person over here, the, the, the reason they got the snow, the snowman is because it didn't snow, so they saved up all the snow from last year to make a snowman for this year. And it's like saying stuff like that, and it's like, this is so ridiculous, but I love how imaginative it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and Absolutely. he's reeling these things off, and it's it's just blowing my mind by the day. It's, it's mad. Yeah. Absolutely mad. No, that's, that's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing. Can I – so let's let's just let's, – let's roll back to when you're saying your – school run scenario so take us through take take us through your morning take us through the morning of <laughs> how are you how are your mornings nowadays monday to friday matt <laughs> well, there's, there's still listen i i haven't thrown in i haven't dropped any swear words at this point i think you've been blooped a couple of times but they, <laughs> they are f- nuts <laughs> right okay absolutely <laughs> f- nuts sorry about the beeps there everybody but but it's like it's not any more crazy than it has ever been like the mm. nursery run when they're both in the same place was still crazy like even if you got yeah. up early to give yourself an extra 15 minutes or so you get to the door and it always still f- seems rushed just to get shoes on get bags on coats yeah. and, uh, you know all the things the the only challenge now as i say is we live in a little village and there's only really one way in and out of this village right and it is literally to the minute right where um, if it goes to the nursery, you, you go down our little road, you turn yeah. right, that goes to the nursery. If you turn yeah. left, that goes to school. And they are literally the same okay. distance either way, right? A right. mile each, each way. So you end up driving sort of two or so miles to get from one to the other. Um, but if, if you literally leave a couple of minutes sort of later than you normally would, mm. you just hit traffic trying to get out of this little village. You're like, yeah. bang on eight o'clock, yeah. you will be stuck there for maybe an additional 10 minutes. Yeah. But if I leave, <laughs> it's crazy it sounds stupid but it's crazy if i leave the house at like say 748 yeah and i get up the hill no traffic yeah, yeah. if i'm there at 750 absolute <laughs> f- <laughs> of a nightmare to get out okay <laughs> that of course happened? as you'll know has a chain reaction i then have to sit in the traffic i get yeah. to uh school uh, get to nursery which is fine because there isn't really a start time you can get there later if you, if you want just means she might miss breakfast or something but then I have to get back and fight the same traffic to get back to then get Arlo to school, who does have a start time. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, you know, tip, generally we we there's only been one day when it's been a bit a bit hairy getting him there for eight forty. But it's like, oh, you know, it, it's just getting used to the fact that they are in opposite directions now. Um, yeah. But Arlo's taken to uniform; he enjoys putting his uniform on. You know, mm-hmm. that sort of stuff we thought would be a bit of a battle. Um, but he, he kind of loves it. And, and nice. so it's been quite, quite straightforward. 
Really? Yeah, I, I think um, no. To be honest, I I I, I hear you. We basically very early on we worked out that for us um walking to school was the, the best option um like the traffic in 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 the village was a nightmare because it's everybody's doing the same thing everybody's trying to get the kids to school um and where we are we've got the we've got the 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 first school the middle school and the senior school and they're all within half a mile from each other so the sense of the, the sense of the it's are we a town i think we're maybe we're a town we're a large village small town i don't know anyway so um i walk um because we there's there's an old railway line that used to be that used to exist um um thanks dr beeching uh, in the 60s got taken <laughs> out and and but now we yes we have this nice little um cycle stroke pathway that we can get to school in but yeah i mean we had to change our routine um, because with work, I had to be um, starting earlier for work, uh, working for a client, and so I had to be in a meeting, and I, I had to I had to make sure that I was home in time to be able to start work and be at the meeting ready. Do you know what I mean? Like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or whatever it was, or whatever it is, I should say. Anyway, so what we ended up doing was buying a trailer. You know, like a bike trailer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, which are expensive. Can I just add? Uh, I didn't realize. I started doing the research. I was like, how much? Anyway, so that's what we do now. So, I bought the beginning of this this year, or beginning of this school year, I should say. And we end up getting a trailer um, for both Fox and Kit, and so then it means that I can just cycle mm. to school and with very little being on the road. Um, and then I'm back. So I, I, le I can leave the house. You're going to hate me when I say this, but I can literally leave the house at 25 to nine and I'll be back at nine o'clock after oh dropping gosh. both them off. Um, uh, but again, and the kids love it, absolutely love it. Being in the back of this trailer, this big orange trailer on the back of my bike, you know, you can you can imagine they 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 absolutely adore it, and they were apps they're absolutely gutted if we come in the car now to pick them up in the evening. Like, <laughs> no, my daddy's trailer. So, um, but yeah, it's super cool. So I recommend it. Like, like it's and it's a good way to keep fit as well, to be honest. But um, yeah, suddenly hills have a whole new meaning when you got your two kids in the back. Yeah, you know, like, yeah, yeah. But um, but that kind of the way the reason we're able to do that is because of the the proximity that we are to the school but also is that the preschool is a part of the same same grounds basically and this is kind of what this was a conscious decision um and so if i go back two years we moved we moved to um to the southwest um yeah no wait a minute yes we end up moving a little over a year ago, um, but the whole process took a lot longer, obviously. But we were living um, on the south coast um, in Sussex, and um, we suddenly realised when we were looking at schools um, for Fox um, that we were in an area where the schools weren't necessarily the ones that were closer to us weren't great, do you know what I mean? And they were oversubscribed, most of them. And suddenly there was this realization of, oh, flip, you know, like what, what are our options here? Basically, what are we going to do? And, and, and the near, the school that we, Fox was going to go to was, um, a, a few miles down the road. So it, you know, it would have been a, a, 
with the traffic, like the traffic that you're talking about, it would have been a 20 minute drive, I'm sure, you know, uh, to get to the school. But then we would have then had to do, like, as you say, then drop off kit at the, at the nursery, blah, blah, blah. Anyway. So, um, Sylvie's mum, Fox's grandma was, is an old ex headmistress for primary school. So she gave us a lot of advice. She, I, I, I kid you not, she did so much research, came with this dossier of schools of different areas. And basically we decided that we were going to move house to get into a better area for schools, um, for the school, uh, because it just, we realized that we weren't happy with our options where we were. Um, which is a tough choice because we really like the people that we, you know, our neighbors and Fox had made really good friends, uh, you know, in that area. So it's a, it's a, you don't make that decision lightly to completely up your family and live, you know, move three, three hours away or whatever. Anyway. Um, and one thing she gave us a lot of advice. Fox's grandma gave us a lot of advice in terms of when looking at schools, you know, looking at the Ofsted reports, but looking, go deeper into those reports and, and really look at like, how do they, you know, find out how they cater for special needs, you know, like, you know, like what facilities do the schools have? What, how flexible are they for children that excel or need extra help or that sort of thing? And, um, when was the Ofsted report done? You know, um, and for anybody, it's, I don't know whether, I don't know what the systems are in other countries, but the Ofsted is basically a, a report where the headline is either the school is, outstanding good or requires improvement of the three key ones that i know of but they're not done every year so you can be looking at a report in the school that says it's outstanding but that might be from 10 years ago you know so you have to you do have to do your research you know um and but just sure, because- but surely just on that like schools can't i'd be surprised if schools can hang on to let's say an outstanding ofsted report if it's like massively passed um, you know, essentially it's expiry date or something. If it's well, there, I, I, my, my understanding, um, is that there is no sort of legal requirement to have a, you know, the a maximum, do you know what I mean? Like a minimum for, for an, a, an updated Ofsted report. Um, but yeah, so that's the thing with these Ofsted reports as parents, you, you have to delve a little bit deeper. You can't just take it on face value and just look at the headline it's good. It's outstanding. It requires improvement because, you know, it could be outdated. It, you know, th- there's more to it than that. Anyway. So, um, so we, you know, so we did do a lot of, we did a lot of research, ironically, not in the area we end up moving. Um, but we ended up being in the, the, where we end up moving, they have a system where it's the, the first school and then a middle school and then a senior school. And Sylvie really likes that. She's always she's always liked like that setup because it means that children at the age of eleven don't suddenly have to share a space with sixteen, seventeen, eighteen year olds if they have a sixth form. Do you know what I mean? And they don't necessarily have to grow up so quickly, if that makes sense. Or because they're in a very especially you know especially girls, they're in a very delicate stage. And if they do the middle school, they got there's it's there's less pressure if you like and they they can develop more and become more sure-minded and 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 be more equipped to when then to go into the secondary school at the age where you know there are you know the third i think it's 13 14 um and they're more equipped to 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 deal with the pressures that come with going in to a school with a lot older 
children, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. You you can see the curve, can't you? It's yeah. it's a lot smoother. Uh, that learning curve is is much more gradual and and arguably a lot more a lot healthier. Because mm. um, it is yeah. a huge jump when you're say you're you're an eleven year old child and then you're in a space where there are eighteen year olds. I remember that because that was exactly my case when I went from primary to secondary. It's like we had a sick form, and it's like oh wow. They're not just big kids. They're they're adults. They are adults. That's when you're eleven year old. That that that's an old person. You know that is an old. <laughs> age, you know what I mean? And yeah, it and it's so threatening. And then you're you're, you're it it trickles down that social pressure, if you like, and to grow up and and uh, uh, you know you know this the whole inhibitions thing where suddenly it's not cool to be you know be able, you know you're not cool to and do certain things or act in certain ways because grown up grown up kids don't do that do you know what i mean like yeah. and so um, yeah there's there's an influence there that probably isn't useful at that stage exactly yeah um, and, exactly. and even if th- those people are perfectly nice people you know as an 11 year old you're so so malleable still at that stage mm. and mm. and you are as you just r- quite rightly said you're you're about to enter a stage in life, not just in school, where your body will go through some changes, and you're you're looking for um, acceptance and a group. And if you see these people that aren't doing the thing that you do and love, it's like, well, maybe I should drop that. Maybe yeah, I exactly. Maybe I should join yeah. this other circle. And yeah, it's a really confusing time. Really, yeah, confusing exactly. Time. And so, so yeah, so and it's not something that I really gave any thought to until Sylvie mentioned it to me when we were looking at scores and she was saying she prefers that because it allows children to be children, you know, and, and not try to grow up too quickly at the age of 11 and et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, so mm. that was one of the reasons why we moved where we did because we had the sc- that school set up, that, that framework set up with the middle school system, but it was all walking distance within the house. And that's an absolute game changer for for us for me we only need one car you know so we haven't got the expense of of two cars so sylvie can go off to work take the car i can take the boys to school obviously as i say now i do the trailer thing um which is which is cool anyway but we can walk if we want to um and you know we walked last year all the time and it was just a part of the routine and and like you said earlier is is I love that routine. I love being a part of that. That 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 whole setup. Once Sylvie's Sylvie's gone to work, we're finishing breakfast off, getting the boys dressed. I time, by the way, I time. Like <laughs> this is, and I, I actually spoke to another mum about this this morning, and she does the same thing. So I, I don't feel so guilty. But basically, the, uh, the morning routine is timed against CBBS. <laughs> so basically, so basically, when number blocks comes on, we're like, okay, number blocks on. We have to start getting dressed now. Come on, number blocks. <laughs> By the time alpha blocks is over, and you got and you've got Steve and Anushwa go wild, we know that <laughs> we've you're, got you're two really minutes. At we, that point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, and, and if the boys aren't dressed, like, look, we're late. Steve and Anushwa are on te- on CBBS. Come on, we've got to get going. And they're like, okay, you know. So it's like, uh, yeah, literally, we time the school routine to <laughs> so CBBS. Funny you say that. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm laughing because what you said is funny, but also I remember like being in, in primary school and uh, if I was ill, I mean, I, I never, I, I never bunked off. I was very good with school, but if I was ill and it gets to like 10.30 or something, and then like, I think this morning starts at that point, I, I remember those, that, that feeling's like, <laughs> oh, whoa, 
what is this? Like, <laughs> what is this world? This, this who are these people? What's this, this program? Strange dimension. Yeah, 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 yeah. you into this kind of vortex of <laughs> other land that you've because you've never been there before. You've never yeah. been at home as a four, five, six, seven year old at like ten a.m. on exactly. a weekday, and you're like, what yeah. the hell's going on? It's really alien. You know, it's re- it feels really alien. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, you're in you're in student land. Um, <laughs> did, did, um, <laughs> as you realise, when when later. when Fox went across to uh, to primary school, did he was he lucky enough to have any of his preschool buddies go with him? Well, no, because we moved. So this is it. So we moved from uh, we we basically moved to to where we are now. In the summer, it was oh, the end so was, of August. Oh, just, it was like two weeks before. Oh, okay. I yeah, yeah, yeah. So okay. he he literally strolled in, and he didn't stroll in. He marched in on day one to teach her, going, "This is my new school." Like you know, like this is it. And like, and they were like, "He's going to be fine. He's going to be fine." <laughs> you know, literally, like he was just so like excited and just full of beans and just like um, so joyous about going to his new school and and you know you you do you you big it up a little bit as parents you try to steer the ship a little bit and and try to eliminate any of the anxiety you know you sort of circumvent that sort of you know the the any sort of negative emotion you get with it and just be super positive and enthusiastic and so and and he was he he mirrored that and he was he just marched in as i say just happy as Larry. So he didn't know anyone, but the school, bless them, they were so good to us. They basically said, Fox has got a place at school before we even bought a house. So it was all last minute. We're waiting. You know what it's like when you buy a house, it just, everything gets pushed to the wire and we're like, we need, Fox needs to be going to school, but we haven't got a completion date, la 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 la. And the school was so helpful. They, they said, Fox has got a place. Don't worry about it. And if, and if you need our help, speak to i can't remember the person at reception she basically knows everyone in the village so if you need help like if, if the house falls through and you need to rent somewhere we can help you out like do you know when people go above and beyond you kind of go okay i'm i'm sold if this you know what i mean we're moving here because the people in this school are so kind and considerate and you know um and I mean, that's-, that's moving house is difficult at the best of times let alone when you have to be considering schools as well, mm. let alone when that school move is a pressing factor. So it's, yeah, those are three things combined right there where it's like, okay, this decision that I'm about to make as a dad really f-ing counts. <laughs> really <laughs> matters. Again, there's the clanger. And, you know, bring it back onto the school side of things, like as I was saying with the Ofsted reports, you you can get how to put it it's a high level view of a school but you don't know a what the teacher is going to be like in in each each year you know let alone the first year you don't know what the other children are going to be like are there going to be children there that don't like your child that they're going to bully your child you don't know you know uh, um it, 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 is your child going to make friends and feel comfortable and cuz the thing is is you're right at school they learn so much and they they're 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 channeling what they've learned so far and what they've absorbed so far but suddenly the floodgates are flung wide open when they go to school because it's 30 other children 30 other personalities along with a teacher and a ta and then children in other classes that they get exposed to in the playground and then they've got assemblies and blah 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 and it's a barrage of 
new experiences and and there's a risk that comes with it all like is you know how's your child going to adapt are they going to respond well to that and you just don't know until they get in there and you just have to roll with the punches basically and and so there's only so much you can do you can make those decisions of where your children go to school etc etc but but it's still an absolute gamble of whether it's going to be successful for your child or not. You know? Yeah. Um, I mean, it, it could be the, the best looking, the best sounding, um, yeah. outstanding, uh, Ofsted reported school on the face of the planet, but you just don't know how disarmed your child is going to be by that whole experience because exactly. there's, there's an element of, I, mean, I don't want to call it trauma, but it's like, <laughs> It, like you said, then it's there's a not there's a it's information overload and it's coming from 360. It's mm. everywhere, different sounds, smells, people, kids, you know, yeah. routine, everything, learning, development. All these things become really crucial. And of course, you as the parent, you want it all to be lovely and nice and enjoyable and happy and stuff. But you know, as a parent, as a grown up now, that that may not be f- completely the case. And also, you've probably got at least one friend who is a teacher. And so you may have heard yeah. um, how they deal or have not dealt with school uh, and, and the stresses that come with it. And, and you think, well, as an adult, as a parent now, I know that, yes, this is my child's teacher, but they're also a human being. Like, yeah. What's their story? You know, are, are they okay? And, yeah, um, exactly. you know, what influence are they going to have? Because they, you know, they do, they do form a, a, a very, very strong, um, not necessarily a shadow, but an influence on your child growing up. You know, yeah. whatever they say, whether they Huge. do or don't do, can have ripple effects moving forward. And Huge. you just don't know. It's yeah, such a roulette. Exactly. You have no idea. Can I ask, have you been pulled aside yet by the teacher? <laughs> by one of the teachers? Yeah. When uh, you're going to drop off or pick up, have you been? I, have well, you sort de- of once. <laughs> Arlo always does this thing where, you know, you're going out anywhere and say, right, Arlo, try for a wee. And his answer, his stock answer would always be, I don't want to go for a wee. So, okay, mm-hmm. I know you don't, but just try because you'll be surprised. That's and cool. nine times yeah. out of 10, he'll end up going for a quick wee. Um, and we do this every morning and he gets, this This was during the staggered start time to his, the first couple of weeks, it was like all mornings, uh, only morning, sorry. The following week was all afternoons. And then the third week, he's actually doing four days. Um, so, but during those staggered first couple of weeks, we got to school and, uh, he needed to go for a week and, and there is a toilet just as you go in through the reception and the door, which is like a button, you know, mm. hydraulics or door, um, was open and I was like, okay, well, the, the, the loo's just there. I'll just go and walk in and show it. Cause I didn't know if he knew he'd only been there like two days. Yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah. if he knew where, this, where that toilet was, but I could see the little toilet sign on the door. Yeah. Um, so I went in there and like out of nowhere. This um, it wasn't one of the teachers, but it was one of the receptionists because, of course, it's by the reception. Yeah. They appeared from nowhere and they said, "Oh, excuse me." <laughs> <laughs> and you know, they, what instead of saying that, they might have said, "Matthew." Can you pay attention? <laughs> yeah, they should have just said that because it was like my mum was talking to me, and I literally, as a forty-year-old man, I was like, "Oh, um, s- sorry." Uh, <laughs> and they said, "You can't be in here. Go stand in the in the reception, please." Yes. And they literally kind of in that voice and pointed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so back Arlo was cool. Yeah, yeah. It was like being back at school, literally. So Arlo's in there with his t- <laughs> having a stand up wee with his with his bum just on show. And I'm like, <laughs> okay, I'm, 
just go over here. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like it was really awkward. Um, but but I do get at the time I was like, well, that's a bit. You know, you didn't have to come have to hit me quite so hard. <laughs> but but I totally get it. There is a yeah. zero tolerance, zero yeah. tolerance, no no messing kind of approach to that. And I I was literally only a, two, a couple of steps into the into the corridor. But now that I've had you yeah. know two weeks to to have slept on that and come back down mm. to earth. I actually quite like that they are strict about that. Absolutely, stuff. yeah. So you know, that's that's it. It will prove itself to be a good omen, I think. But well. yeah, oh, no, absolutely. I think um, yeah, no, because I've been taken to one side a few times, and it's like you're getting dressed <laughs> down by the teacher. Like honestly, why a few it, times, John? Oh, you not oh, the first man. time because well, it ebbs and flows. I mean, Fox and Kit, they're both good kids, but the kids. So you know, sometimes they just um, <laughs> they're not angels, you know, and so. Yeah, we found out that um, there is a um, there is a cloud. You get put on the cloud if you're being naughty. Basically, you sit you're on the cloud. But Fox's justification is it's all right because they have a thunder cloud and he doesn't go on that. So when you're really naughty, you go on the thunder cloud. And after it can't you know anyway. But um, yeah, it's like it's like when you come to pick them up, you go okay, um, uh, Mister, uh, yes, um, yeah, your fox's daddy, yes, yeah, okay. So can you just come to one side for a second? And other parents are there watching, like, oh no, oh no, and they're all <laughs> they're like all you're getting told the off. You've got the terrible <laughs> child, yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, and you know, it's usually you know he wasn't listening or whatever. But then every now and again, there'll be something that happens, and you'll be like, oh, you know, you know, like. Fox got chosen to go represent the, his class to uh, go to a, a nursing home down the road, you know, him and a, a girl, you know, and the, lovely moments. Like he's, he's, oh, they didn't tell us this. Fox just rocked up with a badge on his jumper that he is, he is part of the school council. So he's representing <laughs> his class. Like they have, they have monthly meetings and discussions about yeah. like the school and all that sort of thing. It happens at assembly, it's, I think. And uh, it's, anyway, it's, it's true. Sorry, sorry to jump in. It's, it's true. We know and we, we, we talk about how you should celebrate the wins of being a parent, no mm. matter how big or small they are. But it, it's, it's so very true and evident that. You will only ever remember the times that you have been pulled aside, yeah. and quite quite typically, you have to sort of investigate and find out the good things that have happened. Yeah, and and either you find out from your child because they just you know casually mention, "Oh yeah, Daddy, I'm on the council at school over yeah. dinner," whilst like he's you know on his way to the toilet or something. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. By, by the way, I'm on the council. <laughs> you know, as he's running. <laughs> And you're like, what? Where, where was this at four o'clock? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. But that's, that's also another point and um, kind of jumping in. Sorry, man. But like, it's one thing I find with Arlo is we've been quite good with um, asking him how his day's been, certainly during these early weeks, because mm-hmm. the only real behavior change we've noticed with him, quite literally the only one, is, he's, is, is that he's exhausted. But by the time he's yeah. come to bedtime, he's always been certainly in the last year or 18 months he's been a much better sleeper mm. um but he's just like yeah i'm i'm, I'm tired now daddy night night and he just oh, kind of puts his head down and just goes to sleep we put the list, little meditation thing on he's just gone within minutes he's exhausted oh, bless him. and it's it's adorable but the reason for that is because he's just overloaded he's done with the day yeah. it's like he's done um and we now know that of course so when he does finish school it's not like hey buddy how was your day tell me how it was da, 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 da. Because you're just bombarding them with more questions, yeah. so we won't. We'll always give him a big cuddle and a big hug and stuff when he comes out because he's always beaming with a smile. But yeah. as we're walking back to the car, 
just don't talk about it and just see how he looks. If he starts jumping on the on the bike rack things, it's like, okay, well, he's in a pretty chir- chirpy mood. Maybe I'll just slip in like, so what was the most fun thing you did today, maybe? Yeah, yeah. And then just see, you judge by the responses to see how giving he is with yeah, those kind of that's interesting. preschool things, sort yeah. of like post-school things. Yeah, yeah, no, that, you're, you're far more sensitive than me. I'm just nosy. I'm like, so how was your day? Uh, you know, like, uh, yeah, I think... What the only thing I'd say we found the behavioral change is, is more with Kit. Um, after having because before now, Kit's been, um, we haven't had like a six month, uh, sorry, a six week break, summer break. And this summer, we had a six week break where there was no school, no nursery, nothing. So it was the boys with, with mum, um, and dad when he wasn't working for six weeks. So it was a big adjustment to go, obviously to school both you know both boys going to school and preschool anyway Mm. and we've noticed like uh and and it's been a really busy time a year for us working because sylvie teaches as well so she's got so much going on at the moment so she's working evenings it's it's been really busy for work with work for me as well so Mm. anyway so we've noticed a behavioral change with kit and um and it's not kind of happened overnight, but it's gradually got worse and worse where hmm. he goes from zero to scream in half a second flat. And when I say scream, it's scream. Like, you, you know, you know, when the children will physically, vocally in any way scream to get what they want, show that they're not happy about something. And to the point where it's so out of um what's the word i'm looking for it, it the, the reaction to a situation is so over over the top that it's like whoa 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 there's no we just asked you to come for dinner you know we just asked you to have some have breakfast or, or you know anyway you know and it, it started off with like didn't want to brush his teeth didn't want to have a bath you know and it was all those transitions when you you know going from one thing to the other yeah. and you try and yeah. you know pre-warn it and pre-warn it pre-warn them um but anyway so we knew this is kit was was you know was his 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 um emotions and his behavior had sort of going to this sort of more volatile roller coaster thing anyway and um I had the thing a couple of days ago where I went to I'd meant to drop off kit one morning and said bye kit he's now got used to it and he's going in and he's marching with his bag on his back and you know um happy and the teacher's like right okay yeah um i just need to speak to you about yesterday uh fox was uh kit was fine um but then he wants to go play on the play-doh table and there was another child sat on his the seat that he wants to so he screamed and scratched the child's face and i was just like right is the child okay and uh, yes it's fine but it left a mark scratch on the face i was like so you obviously you're mortified you know because Mm. obviously you know for obvious reasons um and then you kind of have to you sort of kind of you have to sort of i found myself saying yes i understand the behavior the pattern that you're talking about because we've noticed it at home Um, it's something we're we're trying to deal with we're trying to ensure that he doesn't get what he wants when he's you know Anyway, so we've got a parents e- parents evening coming up in a couple of weeks, and you know, um, and hopefully it's 
I, we will be talking about that, but hopefully the parents even isn't evening isn't just going to be talking about that because we want to talk about the other things like his develop, uh, you know, his developments and blah blah blah. Yeah. Anyway, so this is a this is the thing that we're currently going through at the moment is recognizing this and kind of going well why, and and I could be wrong, but the only thing I can think was the fact that there's been this massive change going to school. You know, mum and only seeing mum and dad in the evenings effectively or or early in the mornings before school. And so what I'm trying to do at the moment is consciously when, when I'm with them is to actually be with them, like be with them on a one-to-one, ensure I'm sat with doing, having time one-to-one time with both them separately, doing what they want to do and really giving them some quality time with me. Because I think, I think it may be a case where they're just missing that. They're not getting that, you know, because... Um, yeah, they've been starved they, of it. Yeah. It doesn't matter how big or small, they, they have been starved. That that adjustment yeah. has, has starved them of it. So you do have to kind of counter that with with more energy um, yeah. and more yeah, attention. Exactly. And I hadn't really thought about it. Obviously, you know that they're going to school and they're doing other things. But when you see a behavioural change, you kind of go, well, does this coincide with this big monumental change in in the routine and so then we have to adjust we have to recognize that and try to compensate and you know um and let's say fox is not you know it's 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 okay but but kit no definitely definitely we have to really be aware of this and making sure that he's still Mm. how do i put it without saying really dramatic but knows that he's still we he's still loved and we still want to spend time with him do you know what i mean i know it sounds yeah. silly but you know no, no, in his no, eyes it, it could be it, it's abandonment almost, it, it doesn't know? sound silly at all um you know it, it really really doesn't because we've alluded to this in um in other episodes where one of the best things you can do as a parent is just to put your consciousness in into the head and on the shoulders of your little child mm. and just see it from their point of view. And like take, taking the, again, the school run where it's all crazy is breakfast, do this, brush your teeth, put this, put these clothes on, get your shoes on, these socks, you know, it's, they wake up and especially, so they've had a day at school already. So they're exhausted, right? They wake up the next day and they're just getting from the moment they wake up. It's like, they're getting told what to do, yes. where to go, eat this, put this in your mouth and brush your teeth. Put these yeah. socks on. Now put your coat on. Go to the car. Get in the car. Go here. Get out of the car. Go here. And then they spend the next six, seven hours, sorry, eight hours maybe, receiving yeah. the same sort of thing. And you know, again, as the parent, you know it's necessary. It's a requirement. They, they can't think for themselves at that point to be able to go mm-hmm. go off, off and do this stuff. But it's, you know, the, the more time you can spend inside their head, and on their shoulders, the more you can kind of empathize and think, right, okay, I need to change my tactic a bit and just be a bit more, a bit softer and more attentive. And that's also the other thing these days is like, whilst I, I will not admit I'm addicted to my phone, I, my, Katrina and I are certainly making more efforts to not be on our phones around the children. Because when, the, when they see, especially when they're home from school, they see you just kind of looking down, that image of the human being now, just kind of looking down at their phone like this, Mm. i get angry especially i kind of get wound up because it's like just look how how tuned out of the world you are right now Mm -hmm. and being a parent forces you to recognize how tuned out of the world you can be and it's Mm -hmm. even more so when you are around your children because you're right they want your attention you're the plaything. they want to play with you they want to be with you they want to do the stuff with you and Mm -hmm. if you're not doing that 
again, put yourself back on their shoulders. If they're just kind of looking up, waiting for you to do a thing and you're like, like this, just think how rejected that might yeah. feel. Well, it is. Yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's no wonder they, they don't understand that. They can't verbalize and communicate that feeling. Mm. And it's no wonder this adds to the tantrums and the outbursts, you know, yeah. and it, it breaks my heart when we, when we start talking about this stuff, because it's, it's, it's really difficult for them, you know? Mm -mm. It is. I mean, it, it will be fine. And, you know, the, you know, the, the thing, the thing is, is that like, for example, last weekend, I really made a conscious effort. Like I was like, right, I am not doing stuff around the house. I'm not going to decorate that room. I'm not going to, do you know what I mean? I'm not going to, uh, uh, you know I mean? I'm going to do the minimal requirements, <laughs> you know, for my chores, but the rest of the time I am spending with my children. I'm spending with the boys and I make sure we're going to, you know, we're going to do what they want to do and have fun. And yeah, you know, and that's not saying let's go and spend lots of money. It's just having quality time at home. Like, playing marble rush with them or play with the i don't know whatever yeah um do the role play games that they want to play uh, you know um you know, sit and watch watch super mario movie for the 109th time you know whatever <laughs> you know like um so and and the thing is is that you see it when they go to bed i always i, always, I don't know i feel like when you put them to bed you, you know, you know, you, they've had a good day. It's as they drift, as they're going down, the heads on the pillow, they're getting tired, they're starting to quiet down, and they turn around and go, "Love you, daddy," like that. And then and you go, "I love you too." And then you know, and that'll be it. And you just kind of go, "That was a good day. That was a good day." They're going to bed content. They're going mm -hmm. to bed happy. You know, or you know, um, you know, and it's. And it's obviously lovely when you hear that. You know, you hear you hear any sort of form of affection from your, ch your child because you know it's coming from the heart. There's the, and when they're going to sleep, it's not because they want that extra biscuit or anything like that. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? It's just them, you know, saying how they feel. And so, and that happened over the weekend. You know, like you know, I had spent, I'd spent real quality time with them. Um, and so that kind of reaffirms like, yeah, I need to do that more. I, I, I need to stop getting caught up in the things that need to be done around the house or, or, or what have you, or uh, let's not, we don't have to go to the water park or, or whatever and spend a small fortune. Just, just, you know, and we've yeah. said it before and I'm, I'm repeating it, but, but just to really just be there yeah. with them, focus on them and just not let the distractions get in your way. Um, it does. It, it makes a big difference, and I'm hoping it will make a big difference with Kit because you know, and hopefully, over time, will we'll, it will help with his. It'll help. It'll help the 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 peaks and the troughs if, in terms of his emotional state. Basically, that he'll feel more stable and more yeah. secure. You know, I think it, it's all you can do, isn't it? It's it's all you can offer. It's all you can give, and kids. Kids don't like that. They can't hide their real feelings. Um, and if you keep on giving all of that stuff, all of that good stuff, and uh, you just keep kind of presenting yourself like, here I am, let's do a thing. And you're, you're absolutely right. Kids don't care about expensive days out. They don't care about big, expensive presents. They're like, am I having fun with this person? Like, I don't care what we're doing. We could just be like, I don't know. Whatever that is, flicking fingers. <laughs> I, don't know I need to describe this. Matt's just flicking like, his fingers together, hands, banging his, his fingertips together. I don't know what this means, but, <laughs> but what I mean is, it could be anything and nothing. 
And it's, it's about the moment. That's all they care about is that's all yeah. they care about. And to, to, again, to come back to, to school stuff and you've, we, we should have ended the episode on what you said just now. Um, because outside of the default tantrums that you, that you get, mm. that, that, let, let's call them the, the vanilla tantrums you get at bath time because it is the end of the day and they're children. Yeah. Like you're going to get a stock amount of tantrums right about anything. But you can tell the difference as a parent when it's it's deeper than that, mm. and it sounds to me that 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 quite possibly is the case with you right now. Yeah. But again, you're, you've hit the nail already. It's when when they are content, when they are going to bed, you can tell when they're they're safe. They feel safe. They've had a good day. They're they're mm-hmm. they're okay. They're okay, and they they are, they are responding in the only way that they can, or maybe they don't know that they're doing it, um, but they're responding to everything that you're giving them. Mm. And, and so often it, it does come, it does just come down to like a night, night, daddy, love you, daddy. You're yeah. the best. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's those sorts of things. And, and every time you're on the receiving end of that as a dad, you're just like, <sighs> <laughs> you can't describe it, but other parents will get it. Yeah. yeah. You know? uh, absolutely. Any parent listening to this will, uh, that has had that, had that moment. Um, know exactly why we're both you know quite emotional thinking about that do you know what i mean it does it, you know it, it 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 means the world you know and it's that it's that yeah i mean it, it, it's it, that's how do i put it it's 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 not why we, it's not why you do it you don't do it to you know you don't you're not looking for anything what, what you're giving to your child you're not wanting anything in return but when you do get something in return Mm. It is the most life affirming sort of, you know, yeah. moment, you know, the, of uh, th- this, this is why I'm on the planet. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This is, yeah. this is what, you know, this is the reason why I'm on the planet. This is why I'm here, you know, because, um, you know, this, my, my child is, 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 is content, is happy and they have, they have love for me and, that's all I need. I don't. I, I, I'm good, thanks. Don't need anything else. You know? <laughs> yeah, and and you hope that little that little bubble of contentment that they take with them into school, and and use that to their development and and exactly. uh, to their betterment rather. Yeah. And they pass that on to those that they're around, other children, teachers, yeah. all the rest of it. You know. Thanks so much for listening. We honestly do value your time your parents, or perhaps about to become parents. So that time is valuable. Thank you so much. If you fancy it, and have been enjoying our episodes, we'd be forever grateful in receiving a review, or perhaps sharing one of the episodes amongst your friends and family. All is welcomed, and we'll see you soon. Oh, anyway. no, oh, cheers cheers <laughs> <laughs> mine's mine sounds like a golf ball that's been here the driving range like really badly <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>